Hey, Sean. Hey, David. When you buy something online, you expect that when your order is placed, that you're going to pay the price that was displayed on the website that you when you when you place that order, correct? Yes. Okay. I ordered a uh, SSD for my brand new Steam Deck, uh-huh. and I got an email. And it was a, it was a good price. It was like 115 bucks or whatever for a one terabyte drive. I got an email the next morning from the company that I bought it from saying that because I placed the order outside of regular business hours and due to market fluctuations and currency conversions, the price increased by $15. And then they wanted me to pay the extra like $15 plus tax and all that stuff. I was like, absolutely not. This isn't a brisket. It's (laughs) It's <laughs> we're not at a smoked meat shop where you're paying market price for the meat. And this isn't a stock option either. So I cancel that option or I cancel that order. It's just like I've never dealt with that ever in my life. And it is a super, super shitty business practice. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. You know what's not going to be a super shitty business practice? What's that? <laughs> this episode of the Seen on Screen podcast. <laughs> Well, 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 David got screwed by another internet website. Well, I didn't say I, I didn't end up. I didn't end up paying for it, but it's just you like I was. Com- I was completely shocked that uh, they would they would do that. So I did. I did say uh, <laughs> exactly that. I'm like, this isn't a brisket or <laughs> stock option. And they're like, oh, actually, our supplier that we got it from, they didn't have them, so we. Like they you would have been screwed anyways, yeah. I'm like, you know what? Like it's in. They actually have it in their policy that they can change the prices uh, at any time without notice. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. That's wild. What a, did what did you see what happened on? I want to say Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve Eve with Epic Games. Uh, it was, with it was quite. It was yeah, a wild story. The, the free game that was, uh, what is it? Um, it was Death, Death Stranding. Stranding. So for, for those listeners who don't know what I'm talking about, Death Stranding, um, one of the biggest Kojima games to come out in a long time, um, was given away as a free game by Epic Games as the final game of the, the 12 Epic Days of Christmas. or Even mm. though there was games that ran on Christmas and whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like the finale. Now, the rumor is, and it's been since, I guess, confirmed, but the rumor was and is that uh, an intern accidentally put the director's cut version of the file in the Dropbox for customers to grab. I don't know if it was I don't know if it was an intern, but I did. There was an official tweet or something like that from Epic games saying that they accidentally put the wrong one up there and they're they're sorry and they're they're actually working with uh the the publishers and whatnot to try and like see if they can work out a deal to get the i wonder did they upgrade it let me check my library so from what i understand anybody who had it or got it and got the director's cut got the director's cut for those who didn't, unfortunately, it didn't happen. But people have been emailing them, bitching, complaining, like, it's free on your website, blah, blah, blah. Again, what David and I say every single time. A, it's a free game. You snooze, you lose. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Like, the difference between the director's cut and the regular cut is what? Five hours worth of content? I don't even know. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, knowing Kojima, it's probably like an extra like 12 or some odd hours worth of cutscenes. It's Norman Reedus's butt a second time is right? what it is. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. You you either got the free game or you got the 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 upgraded version. 
but yeah. it got noticed like really late into the day. It was like four or five o'clock. So that's four hours into a day. Yeah. Or, yeah. True. Cause they're, they're released at like one or two. Right. So, so you're four hours into your giveaway and somebody noticed it. Now the rumor was originally it was a disgruntled intern. And then it was just an intern that didn't know any better. But this will end up costing Epic a lot more than they thought it would to originally put it up. So yeah. it's a uh, it's definitely interesting. Did, did you get the director's cut of it? I did. I got Death Stranding, and then I got the additional content. Well, hold on. Is the color is the color of yours silver ish, or is it gold? Like the four lines? No, like the the color. <laughs> Is the does it say director's cut on there? You know what? I think they've walked it back and changed it. Because if it just says Death Stranding and like the primary color of the picture is like black and blue and silver and whatnot, you'd have just the regular edition. What the director's are these cut actually is the add-ons? I don't know. Because I have that on there too. Um, I, let me see. Death Stranding. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. Oh, we have to go to you have to go to the store page. Anyways, um, it wasn't that big of a deal for me to to not get that one because I have the director's cut on PS5 anyways. So it's uh it's a weird game. It's an interesting game, but uh yeah, whatever. Um speaking of games. Yeah. Uh we got the sound, I did it a bad thing. Because I did um, do bad things. <laughs> but you've already talked about doing the actual act of doing oh, the bad okay. thing. But it's like it's been a while since we've done it. Just did a bad thing. I regret the thing I did. No, he doesn't. <laughs> not at all. And you're wondering what no, we're not. You already told us. For uh, nobody can can see this, but Sean just was rolled his eyes as he had to play the soundbite. <laughs> well, I mean, you've talked about purchasing it. You talked about it being delayed. This is our I last know, three but shows. Now it's actually happened. Now it's happened. But anyway, so I got my Steam Deck finally, and let me tell you, this is the greatest thing ever. Uh, Sean, you're gonna have to get one. I I haven't fully set it up yet because uh, I've been playing some games. Some games that I would probably otherwise not have really played just because I was looking for something like short and sweet to download or whatever. But I did play. Uh, I have been playing a bunch of PGA uh, two tour two two K twenty one. The one that you got free in the yeah, bundle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know it's pretty. It's pretty sweet being able to play that game. Like I have it on Switch, right? But it looks like garbage on Switch. Yeah, but being able to play it on a handheld uh, and actually have like high quality visuals and stuff like that. It's pretty sweet. But uh, I've loaded up a few emulators on there. Um, got a PlayStation 2 emulator running. Uh, I had to fiddle around with some of the settings for like PS1 and whatnot. But uh, it's pretty sweet, man. It is. I thought it was pretty cut and dry. Like it's just you say, I want this game and it just installs it. Well, you don't have to run anything. Not really. It's because it's running. It's essentially a computer um, running Linux like so Steam OS is a Linux based uh, operating system and they have the Steam, like they have the game mode, which is essentially just like you're using Steam and you can browse a store and install games from there and all that stuff. Um, or you can run in desktop mode where you can do whatever you want as if you were using a just a regular computer. And so you can download like distributions of like emulator packages and stuff like that. And and But for the most part, people have designed them so that they're, easy to use and easy to set up and, and run and play. But um, I, I still have to like fill around with it, but uh, that's my plan for the weekend. Nice. So David will never play and... games with anybody again. He's just going to steam. You're, you're going to be just like my other buddy. Like just, Oh, all I do is play my steam deck now. Oh, great. You're <laughs> another one of those people. I'll play other games. Oh. We, we got, uh, we got some COD to play. It, it will be a game that like I'm eventually going to get or a console that I will eventually purchase. I do see a lot of value in it, especially because like I can't play my PC out in the other room unless I steam link to the TV. And it's well, my apartment walls aren't exactly the greatest for that. So mm-hmm. 
the wireless connection isn't the greatest idea, but it's also not on like a priority list for me right now. And yeah, eventually it will be something that I need. But like I just started dabbling into like gaming on this thing. The one thing yeah, I do like, like uh, it's one of those things, though, that like I don't really need it. But at the same time, I kind of like to, you know, if I want to play a like I have a huge library of PC games that I kind of want to play, but I don't want to play at my desk. You know, I want to kind of like lie, lounge on the couch or whatnot and play that. And and also if we're traveling, if I'm traveling, like, you know, I can play a, a, a much larger variety of games than bringing my switch with me. Right. Yeah, but it's battery life is ass. It's you know what? It's battery life. It depends on what you're doing and what you're playing and stuff like that. Um, I played PGA Tour 2K21 for. I don't want to say about an hour and a half last night. Um, and my battery after that was about 50%. Now, mind you, I dabbled a little bit in doing some other stuff around there and I was downloading some stuff. But uh, if you're, if you're not playing something that's like super graphically intense, where it's not using a lot of like the GPU and, and CPU, the battery will last. Yeah, apparently got to work and take it to about 45 minutes. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's so funny, but uh, and and the thing is, it's it's one of those things that you can get battery packs like to to charge them and and whatnot. But uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. I I'm I'm still one. I think once I get it set up where I just have all the games on there that I want to play, then I'll have a better idea on on how much how or how long the battery life lasts. But right now, like anything, like the the more you download stuff, like when you get a new phone. Right. And you, you're spending all that time initially setting it up. Your battery is going to be like shit because you're you're doing so much and installing so much and, and using it for more time than you would or or it's doing more intense work than it normally would be doing. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, it's cool. It comes with its own carrying case. But uh, Mike, one thing that kind of was weird is like when I opened it up, it had this like obviously it it, it had this very obvious smell to it and now okay if you google steam deck smell people are like smelling the fan exhaust uh <laughs> which is weird um but the the whole unit smelled kind of like almost like a smoker's house or like mixed in with like plastic and it was really weird and it was really strong and so uh the system kind of like stops smelling like that but uh the the case that it came with still has this like weird strange scent to it but yeah, so you got to get one. Two buddies from the brewery uh, bought Steam Decks. One was uh, playing it last night a little bit. The other was telling me that he purchased his, but unfortunately he had the the known error where the fan would run at a different temperature or incorrectly. Oh, there. see, there's two different types of fans. There's two brands of fans, and one of them actually... Oh, there was a bug that had it running pretty high, but that yeah. was like a software thing, so he probably should have should have been fixed by now. No, nope, they just recalled it. They just sent it. They're sending oh, nice. him another one. Oh, well, that's but better. Even better. Here's the thing. Now everybody's getting them. And I regret very much getting rid of my original pre-order because I was higher on the list than you were originally. And then I canceled by, it by like one day. Yeah, that's still higher. <laughs> we're still in the same same quarter, but it wouldn't have made any difference. I don't really. know. I'm gonna check marketplace while we're chatting and see if another one just happens to be there. My my one buddy got such a good deal on a nearly new one. Mm-hmm. The, the the guy or it was brand new in box, five hundred bucks. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a steal. Absolute steal. Yeah. Um, do you know what isn't a steal? And like I I I know it's not on our list of things to talk about, but it just popped into my brain. It happened. It finally happened. Our friends at Walkabout charged an extra dollar for oh. the next piece of <laughs> You shared this with me, and I didn't know if you were like, I, I'm curious, like, what are your thoughts on that? Because as much as we love Walkabout Mini Golf and we've paid for every single uh, new course, right? How many have there, there been? Like, and they were, what, like $2.49? They were like three bucks. They were three bucks Canadian. Yeah. So. There was how many of there? There's like at least six. We've paid for every single one of them. Right. So we put another at least like 20 bucks into that game with the base cost of the game of being like 20 bucks or whatever. 
But uh, they just released an announcement saying that they are increasing the price of uh, their DLC courses by a dollar. You know what? I'm okay with it. As long as we get like sweet topia levels of and and uh, what is it? Uh, the 20,000 leagues. 20,000 leagues was good. Mist was bad. Mist was actually like the the most disappointing one of them all. Like, but I think because we were not like huge Mist fans to begin with and whatnot, we didn't understand a lot of the references. Um, to, to quote some seagulls, Mist hurted my brain. Not fun. Seagulls. <laughs> uh. Um, so they did put in a post. Hey, folks, we wanted to let you know that with the release of Walkabout Mini Golf Atlantis, new DLC courses will increase to $3.99 USD up from $2.99. So these are going to be five bucks now. That's that's a jump because mm-hmm. uh, they were three forty nine before tax, I believe, for us. Um, with our courses becoming increasingly sophisticated, this change will allow our team to put the time in needed to making each one more spectacular and filled as possible. Okay, you know what? Sure. Cool. Now it's time we talk about a season's pass. Yeah. If you're going to release five or six courses for the year, charge 15 bucks. Make it lucrative for people because what's going to start happening is these, these things add up. And I know you just started playing golf plus like I have. And like you, you were, you were lucky. You didn't have to pay the base. Like you didn't have to buy the base game. Somebody was. Thank, yeah. Thanks. Super uh, nice and got you one. Thanks to some, some guy. Yeah. Some guy. Anyways, every time you log in and there's a new course or something, you have to buy the course to play it mm-hmm. and walk about the one thing that's great is if I own the course and you don't, we get to still play it, but then you don't get the balls. You don't get the, um, the Fox hunt club. Mm-hmm. It's not possible. It's just now $5 a pop. How many courses are there? Do you remember? Uh, off the top of my head. I don't know. There's, there's probably, I don't know. Um, I can actually, so tourist trap, cherry blossom, seagull stacks, Arizona, modern, original Gothic. 30, oh, uh, Bogey's Bonanza, 18, uh, Coyote 18. Valley, Gardens of Babylon, Shangri-La. There's 15. El Dorado, yes. Sweetopia, Labyrinth, Mist, and 30,000 Leagues Under the Sea. So there's uh, 30 total courses. 30 total courses, because that includes the easy and hard versions, right? So 50, 15 times yeah. two. So yeah, 30. I, so, I don't... Like, okay, uh, you get... What is it? The first six for free with your game. So fourteen ninety nine yeah. for the first six, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So it's going to be three forty nine times eight times one point one three. Do you have your calculator up? I do not. Yeah. So three ninety nine. I think it's three forty nine plus tax. But that's what it was. Oh, like er- like earlier times. Yeah. How many six? Uh, one, two, three, so 20, four, five, 24 six, bucks, seven, eight, eight. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Jeez, three. This is this is great content here. <laughs> yeah, times eight times 1.13. That's tax in Ontario for that's 31.55. 31.55 plus the 14 plus tax we've already paid. This game is now running up near a 50, like with the next one, it's a $50 game. Oh yeah, it's well. You're over fifty dollars after tax, right? So, but like, okay, so every month or two, it's a cup of coffee and a, a donut or um, two muffins. I don't know. It's just this shit's gonna add up, man. Yeah, because like at what point? And and the thing is, like we've 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 discussed um, during some of our previous uh, interviews with some of the dev, devs and whatnot. Instead of doing a walkabout mini golf two and creating a whole new stuff. They're just going to continue supporting this game and keep adding courses, which is amazing. I think that is a, a great uh, business sense because it doesn't alienate your, your player base. Right. Yeah. But correct. at what point is this game going to like the total cost of this game going to be in the hundreds of dollars? Like it's not FIFA. <laughs> yeah. Right. So and that shit starts at a hundred bucks. Exactly. <laughs> Right. So, you know, it, it might be worth looking into a season's pass and and I'm OK if they do the the uh, way that Ubisoft does it with like Rainbow Six. 
they do like the year passes. And if you, if you can buy them individually or you can buy the, the pass and unlock extra stuff with that and whatnot, like, like most season passes and stuff like that, but you know, make it worth, worth our while to invest more money into this game. Um, but the, you know, the response has been pretty positive from what I saw on their uh, Instagram posts. Um, but time will tell, like if they release another map, like I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, right? We'll most likely buy the next one, but if it's a shitty map, like mist was, we're going to be a little bit more apprehensive for buying the next one after that. It wasn't super shitty. It was just, it was confusing and clunky. It was not your best. And like, we love you guys, mighty coconut. We're not, we're not disparaging what you guys are doing. We just, it wasn't our favorite. Yeah. We're keeping it real. That's all we're doing. (laughs) Um, And like the cop, the feedback isn't that great. Like, just just on some things here, like, please go back to the, how you pick maps before it was smooth and streamlined. Now you have a giant ad on the right. I saw they are advertising within their own game too, which I have noticed a little bit more frequently. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm hopeful that like it all works out. People are like, I would pay more. Thanks guys. We'll pay it all. Keep it up more than fair. Still a fantastic deal. You know, like we're not disagreeing that it's not fair, but like seasons pass, yo. I guess you're paying five bucks for two new courses, essentially. But uh, yeah, kind of. But still, like when when before it was less than five dollars. I think the fear is going to be if they do a subscription based service, their player base isn't insanely high. It's not like uh, a Rainbow Six. It's not like a, an NHL or anything that would have like a or um, so what was it? Super Smash Brothers had mm-hmm. a, a season's pass that you could buy mm-hmm. that kept giving out content or gave people the the ability to buy things individually. People are always going to go to that. Some people are only going to want certain characters where this is like. You might tap out of money faster if you're charging a season's pass and then you're getting like a big influx at the beginning. And then some more seasons passes throughout versus like everybody's just paying five bucks right now, moving on to the next one, five bucks, next one, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is like, if they have that season pass, what's going to happen is they're going to, when people buy the game, they're going to buy that season's pass. If it, if it includes a, a huge amount of, of courses, right? Because it looks like a better deal and it usually is right. Like uh, for golf plus, for example, you were gracious enough to gift that game to me, but they have a lot of different courses on there, which individually were about five or six bucks. But then they had a uh, not like a season pass, <laughs> but like a bundle, yeah. right, which included all the courses and some in-game currency and some clubs or something like that. I don't know. Oh, and that was like, I don't know, 28. It, or it was like the 30, same cost 30, of the base game. 30 bucks, right? So right away they got like essentially double the cost of what someone would pay for the game rather than me just buying one course that we're going to play, you know, because I, I know you have a few other courses. So it's like, okay, I will invest in this because one, I'm going to play with my friend who has this already. And the same thing's going to happen with walkabout mini golf. You know, if they have that season's pass and someone, and maybe like we both get it right. Like this is, we were both first getting it. We both have the base game. And we want to play all these other courses. We're going to buy that season's pass so we can take advantage of all the content that has come out for it and yeah. not have to worry about the future content that's coming out because it's it's already being paid for, right? Um, but yeah, well, we'll see how things go. You know, like uh, so far, they're at like a 99% success rate with their courses, in our opinion. Honestly, the game's nearly perfect. It's it's so good. Yeah. It's just like it's probably the best VR game that I've ever like I've played, and like it's up there with Demio. I like uh, Golf Plus. I like a lot of the little little games that I have. Mm-hmm. But like I'm invested in this game now. Quickly on Golf Plus, what what are your thoughts? You've played it a few times with me, and I think you've played it once or twice solo. Yeah, it's a little clunky. Um, because I, I, I don't really know how to explain it. It's some stuff was kind of weird. Like when we were playing, 
when we were yeah the menu system is confusing as hell i i dislike how it doesn't get like you don't start the game in like a central location with like a central menu kind of thing you you load up to where you were previously when you exited the game at least that's what's yeah. happened to me no you're um, you're bang on because the, the the main menu area is like i think i think the version i got you has it as well but there's top golf mm-hmm. so you could actually end up in the like the bar area which has like top golf cornhole and like a beer pong game so you could actually like be in the bar and like you could play chip pong with each other Oh, see, I haven't even like found that place or or Mm -hmm. went in there. Right. But like they could have had some sort of like they could have had like a central clubhouse that you start off at. Right. And then, you know, go to the mini mini putt, go to playing a golf course, go to like doing whatever. Right. Um, But I noticed like when we were playing, like it's cool, like the avatars are really cool. They got your arms and your mouth moves and all that shit. And when you're when you're talking and, and all that. But it's weird because like the way that the tracking is. There was, I would say more often than not, your avatar's arms were behind oh, your so body fucky. Yeah. <laughs> as you were swinging. Like, it looks so stupid. But you know what? Like, it was it was a lot of fun. I think uh, it's it's cool that there's there's a lot more, obviously a lot more skill involved with uh, with playing that because you're playing like full the full golf game rather than just mini golf. But you know, it was, it was so funny because we played a round of walkabout afterwards and it was like, we almost forgot how to play walkabout. Yeah. Because the physics are so different. Right. So, <laughs> but it was fun. Like after a while, you know, we got back into it and we, we, we figured out how to play walkabout again. But, you know, I think that's, uh, it, it, it was a lot of fun and, and I should have got it sooner for sure. Yeah. But, uh, Honestly, like the one thing that I, I, I'm more interested in because like I've started screwing around a little bit is like when you use the top golf feature and you have it off novice, it takes into account your swing plane a little bit more. So your ball mm. just goes everywhere. So we'll, we'll have to go do that and we'll do like some of those little things one night. Mm, for sure. It's just not a game you can play very long. Like I, I find 18 to 36 is kind of my max. And then I have to go play an easier game on the eyes because there's just like, it's such a big expansive world yeah. that you're like, Oh my God, there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, what is next? Oh, uh, NVIDIA and Google speak out about Xbox and the acquisition of Activision. Hold on. Did you say NVIDIA? Yeah. What did I say? NVIDIA? It's pronounced NVIDIA. Yeah. NVIDIA. NVIDIA. <laughs> Anyways. Shut up of your face. Anyways. It's um it's a little troublesome for our, our friends at Microsoft here because I think uh this one's gonna hurt them a little bit more. So part of the article reads, and this was updated as of the day we are recording. Um oh now I have to pay to open the article. God ah, that sucker. Sucks. Uh, okay, so <laughs> Google and NVIDIA Corp has expressed concerns to the Federal Trade Commission about Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard, adding fuel to the government's case against a $69 billion deal, according to the people familiar with the matter. Um, what is it? like? Google and NVIDIA provided information that backs key FTC content- contention that Microsoft could... could that Microsoft could gain unfair advantage in the market for cloud subscription and mobile gaming. Stop this. Stop this. You know what? Like the thing is, 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 uh, I don't know how, how Google is really like, this is a big deal for them. I get NVIDIA because they actually, I think NVIDIA closed GeForce now, like their streaming service. Yeah. It's like, here's the the one thing that i thought was interesting whereas where they they brought up google's android mobile operating system also is central to how millions of people play video games sony's playstation consoles can uh compete with xbox or microsoft's xbox has previously argued that it sees the activision deal as an anti-competitive representatives from google declined to comment microsoft said it was open to addressing concerns about the deal it reached a 10-year pact to bring Activision's Call of Duty to Nintendo, um, as well as it agreed to bring future versions of the game to Valve Corp's Steam platform. 
at any time. We're prepared to address any of these issues proactively um, that have been raised by regulators or competitors to ensure the deal closes with confidence, right? Mm -hmm. We want people to have more access to games. The fact that it's also stated in here that they offered Sony a 10-year deal and it would give PlayStation console access to Call of Duty as well as or as well as allowing it on their streaming services says mm. that Sony's just being unreasonable at this point. Yeah. So um I I misspoke. So GeForce Now is Nvidia's cloud streaming service. They were shutting down their game stream system, which let people uh stream games from their PC, kind of like um um steam's remote play but still so nvidia has stake in the cloud gaming market google just shut down their stadia system so google's out of the the gaming system already but they've probably partnered with nvidia or some some shit like that um in order to support them in their endeavors but you know this is crazy I wonder if this would have happened if if Microsoft purchased Activision first. You mean you know so? What I mean, right? Rather than buying uh, Bethesda or Zenimax Studios, right, and all those other studios, like like the larger ones. If Microsoft had tried to acquire Activision Blizzard first, would it have been such a a big deal? Probably not. Right. But part of the thing is like Sony is afraid that Microsoft is going to be owning too many gaming studios. And obviously they're going to lose the exclusive rights to a lot of games or early access to, to uh, games and content. Honestly, and this is going to sound bad because apparently more people own PlayStations than will ever own Xboxes. But if this gets nixed and Activision has to stay an independent company, because like Sony's not going to be allowed to buy them. No fucking way. No. But two, I hope, and like I hope you're hearing this, you Sony purists that will never touch an Xbox because your skin will melt. I hope that every Bethesda game never touches your console. Oh, you know what the thing is? Is Microsoft's going to just gonna give happen. you the big fuck you? It's going to be amazing. Guaranteed this is what that's happens when you don't play nice. And you're, you know what? I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised if Microsoft releases like every single Bethesda game or even like some major ones on, on game pass only, right. Just to be like, you know, the only way that you can get this game is if you subscribe to game pass, Yeah, right? you get just it for as free. a, right. Just as a way to, uh, to kind of put another nail in the coffin of Microsoft or Sony ever having a Bethesda games. But like, it's already confirmed that elder scrolls six. Is it Starfield Seven? six for sure. Starfield, Starfield like, for sure. Starfield for sure, and I'm pretty sure the new Elder Scrolls is only going to be on an Xbox or NPC, yeah. right? So, you know, it's, this is doing nothing for the the wider gaming community. It's just causing more problems. And the thing is, is sure if Sony is or if Microsoft is being sued and they lose and they have to pay money or some shit like that, it's nothing. Microsoft's market value is in like the trillions, isn't it? Yeah. They're 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 going to be fine, but yeah, Mike, Microsoft's market cap is one point seven eight trillion U.S. dollars. But what does Google have to do with this whole thing? Like, why is Google talking? You know what? I That's, think it. I think it has something to do with with Stadia, because um, I, I think they're jumping on the bandwagon, hoping to get some sort of like payout. Maybe who knows? But. Uh, it's definitely has something to do with that because Google has been trying to push and not even really Google is horrible with their marketing. They implement and release hardwares and softwares and then stop supporting it a few years later. Right. But uh, they were trying to get into the streaming gaming service and it didn't work for them. They recently shut down the services. They actually were really good towards their subscribers and refunded people their entire purchases. Luckily for me, I didn't actually spend any money on there. I got my my Stadia controllers and all that stuff for free. 
with like the Spotify promos or some shit like that. I don't remember, but let, let me let me toss out a little spicy take before we move on. Spice it up. If Microsoft isn't allowed to get this deal done, which I'm pretty sure they will, because Sony can only cry wolf for so long, and then Microsoft can be like, oh, so all these exclusive games you have, where's your interest for all gamers? Mm-hmm. Bitch. Um, the company I would want to acquire Activision is, wait for it, Netflix. Ubisoft. No, no, Ooh, Netflix. Netflix? A thousand percent. Netflix. Why Netflix? Because A, I love chaos, and B, what that streaming giant has already done with like mobile games in their interface and what they're doing to add to 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 how they're growing Netflix gaming with Call of Duty. Fuck yeah, sign me up. Fuck yeah. Can you imagine if, only being able to play Call of Duty on a streaming service though? No, so they would still sell physical copies, but Netflix would own Candy Crush, right? They would own every little nuanced mobile game. That's what they want. That's where it's mm. all for them. You know, I totally forgot that Netflix has that like Netflix gaming on their mobile devices. I never watch Netflix on my phone or anything like that. So yeah. the company you, you don't want to get it out of everybody. If it goes back to market is Amazon. Why Amazon? Why do you why not Amazon? Like why no Amazon? Mm-hmm. Because then it would be streaming only guaranteed. Uh, like like they're going to be the only people who profit off physical copies 100% because it's only going to be sold in their stores why would they ever put it to retail market they wouldn't have to you're going to buy you'd be able to buy digital copies of it for download but yeah you'd be so again digital or physical you're never going to be able to go to the store and just pick up cod for your niece your nephew your your brother your sister anything because they're go the first thing they'll do is take every Activision product off the market. It'll mm-hmm. be sold exclusively by a drone that'll fly to your balcony or fly to your door and drop off a copy of Call of Duty. You did not want Amazon touching that shit. I think Maximum Chaos would be in Netflix buying it because they can afford it. Hell, they well, canceled with, Blockbuster with all it, twice. Uh, well, Netflix could. could uh... <laughs> Isn't that a great joke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Netflix could uh, pay for it with all of their ad revenue from their lower tiered ad riddled streaming tier. <laughs> Password sharing. Fuck you. We have Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Just straight up. This could be the beginning of the end for Call of Duty, though, in all honesty, because if somebody gets it who isn't passionate about gaming. So if the big two don't get it. Realistically, it's probably done. You guys, somebody else is going to screw it up. And I think Mm -hmm. Microsoft, in all honesty, and this is not me being like a Microsoft thumper versus another company. I think in all honesty, the company that's going to do the most for gamers is going to be the one that constantly tweets out, hey, let's be friends. It's not going to be the one being like, hey, what's your favorite PlayStation gaming memory? That's true. Like, what do I know, though, right? It's not like they're Ubisoft. (laughs) Oh, Ubisoft, you guys can never catch a break. You release or some learn. good games every so often, and then you just do some stupid shit again. Uh, <laughs> what did Ubisoft. they do now? What did they do now? Ubisoft canceled three unannounced titles and delayed Skull and Bones again. Do you think it's all because of this Star Wars title that's coming? I don't know. Like, maybe. Maybe, they, maybe they're maybe they changing their... Um, or, or rearranging their development funds and teams for their new upcoming star Wars game, which, you know, I like as say what you will about Ubisoft games, they do make some of the, the better open world games. Just I'd like, argue the they sh- make the best open world games. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so a open world Ubisoft style star Wars game. I'm down. Uh, actually, can yeah. I change that? I think Rockstar might make the best open world games because they're so few and far between. That's 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 fair. Um, but uh, yeah, so some unannounced games have been canceled, which is really no surprise. Um, and they've delayed Skull and Bones. Which has been postponed, what, how many times? Four or five? It's, 
fifth or sixth delay. Guys, yeah. it's done. It's done. You it said on our <laughs> skull, first, like our first skull and episode, Bones was, <laughs> Skull and Bones was announced in 2017, and it's been delayed till the 2023-24. Uh, no, sorry. It was uh, delayed again from March 9th. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows when it's going to come out. It, the company has postponed its release until the early part of the 23-24 fiscal year. So we're not going to see you till Q4. Yeah. Maybe. Crazy. I don't think it's a Christmas game. I think they're scared of games that are coming out and it won't release well. And that's unfortunate because that's the way kind of the world works now. But Skull and Bones was really uh, slated for March, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. March 9th. Um, in, in addition to that, like they, they're concerned about some of their, like, uh, the the performance, the performance of some of their, their stuff. Right. So they, uh, the Yves Gilmont, the Ubisoft co-founder and CEO says, uh, we're clearly disappointed by our recent performance. We are facing contrasted market dynamics as the industry continues to shift towards mega brands and everlasting live games in the context of worsening economic conditions affecting consumer spending. Despite excellent ratings and players' reception, as well as an ambitious marketing plan, we were surprised by Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope underperformance in the final weeks of 2022 and early January. Just Dance 2023 underperformed as well. Uh, okay, so this is kind of like twofold. They, they're disappointed with the uh, with, with how Mario plus Rabbids, like the sequel, Kate has done. That came out near the end of the year of last year. And everyone knows that the game is going to be discounted significantly within like six months. Um, yep. Mario plus rabbits one did amazing because it kind of came out of nowhere. People were super psyched for it. It's a, it was a great game. Um, I've, I haven't played the, the sequel, but there's apparently no online multiplayer, like no co-op or anything like that. Um, it's a little bit more, just more of the same. And so, it's going to go on sale and that's what people are waiting for. Like uh, I was reading some Reddit threads and that was the general consent is that people are just waiting for it to go on sale. Cause they know it will. It's, it's an Ubisoft game um, regarding just dance 2023. Well, that game is being what they've been making that game every year for how many years? The last like probably forever, t- 10 years. They're the same games just with, different songs and they have their just dance live service or whatever it is where you can subscribe to it and you get an updated and ever-changing library of songs yeah for like 40 dollars a year that's a great value right so instead of just releasing a new version of the game every year where people still need to like all you're getting is a, a library of like maybe like 25 30 songs if i can pay another 40 bucks for a year and get a a a growing library of songs that rotates and and changes minus the, you know, two dozen or so for like the newest from the newest game. Like why, why am I going to buy the newest game? Right. Especially if you're already having fun with what you have there. Right. So it's kind of like a garage or yeah. Garage band. No. Guitar hero. Not guitar hero. What's the Uh, other one? Rock band, rock band. That's it. Garage band was the uh, Apple music thing um, like rock band. Like they kept releasing different versions of or like uh, sequels to the game. But there was significant enough advancements in the quality of the games. Right. Just dance is really all the same things, like regardless of what what year you you got it. Um, I don't know. I think I have Just Dance like 2019 on my Switch because I got it for like $6 on sale. Yeah. And I have no desire or need to to get any of the newer or like later release ones because I know it's, it's the exact same game. So just taking a quick look at March, right? So February, you have like a few heavy hitters coming out with um, essentially the biggest game is going to be Hogwarts Legacy and Atomic Heart. 
then March, the only game now that you have that's like going to be a triple A title is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So I don't know if they were worried about a release window. It's weird. Yeah, I it don't just, know. It seems so like if you can't figure it out now, there's no point. What are you trying to perfect? It's it's probably it's literally probably because the game has been in development hell and it's not sitting well with uh, like with their test markets and stuff like that. Maybe. And, you know, I, I, I think originally it was announced right right around the same time that um, Sea of Thieves was announced and released, right? It was supposed to be released at the same, roughly the same time. So there's these two like major pirate games that are similar in context, just different graphically that were coming out at the same time. So it made sense for them to delay it. But I don't know, like really like see if these is still a popular game, but it's not as popular as it once was. Like Microsoft isn't advertising it heavily anymore, but it's still being supported. It is. It's still being supported 100%, but it's not uh, the juggernaut that Microsoft was trying to push it as before, right? So Skull and Bones could release this year, and it would be, sure, definitely compared to Sea of Thieves, but it would not be affected by Sea of Thieves as much as it would have been if it released back when it was originally supposed to. I'd agree. 100%. I'm... uh... I'm just trying to lose faith in Ubisoft. They haven't really released anything major in a while. And that's been like noteworthy. That's true. But maybe the Star Wars game is going to be good. From what people have said, it's like hella under wraps, but they've liked what they've seen so far. Yeah. Speaking of liking what they've seen so far. Uh, Sean, we talked about Kaleidoscope a little bit last last week you've mm-hmm. watched a little bit more of it uh what are your uh what are your early thoughts on on it i'm four episodes in and my netflix order is an asshole so i started 24 years out and then i went five weeks out seven years out and then five days out so I haven't seen any of the like the stuff after the heist. Oh, but you started. So you know who Roger Salas is. Yeah. And like nothing was more shocking in the sep- uh, like we're not going to spoil anything, obviously, but nothing's more shocking than going from 24 years prior to to five weeks or five days prior, whatever blue was. Yeah, and just being like, oh, my God, all these people years later, like we're still piecing together the whole puzzle. Right. And it's been fun. It's been good. I I understand some people are upset because you have to end on white where like they do encourage you to watch it chronologically afterwards to see how Mm -hmm. it all kind of flows. Mm -hmm. But watching it right now, like I'm very interested in how it all pieces together. I think it makes it. It's an intricate story. It's different. I've never yeah. seen anything like this before. It's an interesting. It's kind of got like Black Mirror vibes in the sense, a little bit in the sense of like the uniqueness is the the order of the show, like the episodes. Um, the way that I had watched it was like a few weeks prior, then a few days prior. Then what colors? Oh, green, yellow, orange, blue, violet, red, pink. So I've seen green, yellow, blue, and violet. So the way, uh, so, okay, violet was the one that is like 24 years in the past. That's what we started on, yeah. Yeah, and see, the thing is, is that was my, that was like the fourth episode or fifth episode for me, which was cool. It was the way that that came in there. We had seen enough of the the show to have questions and stuff like that, that that, episode kind of like answered and was like oh my god this is cool the problem is is that the white episode which is the episode that is always going to be last is ruined by the other episodes beforehand because but you're, it's supposed to be like that it's supposed to put it's literally you're looking at the puzzle or like you know when you look at a kaleidoscope and you twist it all together it's supposed to be the fu- the full picture 
That's the whole. I, yes, I understand of that. The idea. But in a in a show like this, like you're you're. Well, in, in any show, you are trying to make these connections with the characters and, the, and the, the people who are making these shows want you to feel some sort of connection with these characters and you root for them or you hate them or whatever it may be. But we find out what happens to everyone and then you know how that stuff's going to happen. and Like, you know how the, the heist is going to work out. So you don't really care about the heist in in general um so it it made watching that white episode like just not really interesting there's a few things there's a few things in there that they reveal that you wouldn't know right but other than that the way that the the episode order like it just felt underwhelming because like when we finished the white episode it's like huh Okay. Oh, that that's it. too bad. Right? That's too bad. I I feel like they could have done, like, had the white episode the second last episode. And then have the follow-up episode after? And then have the, the final follow-up one so that you're not, so that you still can, you can see what's going on. Like, there's, like, a, there's, what, like, a few days or, like, and then a week or two weeks or a few months after. If they had that final episode like a few months after, then at least you're still concerned and connected to those characters rather than already knowing what happens to them, whether they Fair. live or die kind of thing. But, uh, yeah. Fair. Well, I'm interested in continuing to watch. I think it's been uh, like we're, we're enjoying it. It's one of the first TV shows that we've actually sat down and watched in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't wait to update it as like the first TV show that I've watched yeah. on our chart. Did we, you see what I added as a, a game that I played? You just so put Call I'm, of Duty. No, no. I'm doing this thing where if I'm bored, I'm just going to play um, Game Pass or PlayStation Plus Roulette. And I landed on Mudrunner. Oh, Mudrunner's fun. So I literally just held down. I said, Chris, I say stop. She stopped it played mudrunner i played for about two hours that game is so frustrating counterintuitive clunky and overall like okay i can switch vehicles cool it doesn't tell you what to do when you start the game like you just you're supposed to drive around and unlock all these vehicles great then you realize you've pissed away 45 minutes and you haven't delivered a single log you're like oh okay snow runner which i've played before which is the sequel far better the graphics are better the driving controls aren't as like slippery so like when you turn you're actually turning you know yeah yeah um for anyone wondering sean has a played call of duty for 10 million hours that's the equivalent of 1141 and a half years Yeah, See, David thought he was funny and put 10 million hours. So you put 10 million hours, Tommy. Oh, I, I just put it because like it's what I play. I'm, yeah, I know. I, I'm okay with it. I know who I am. Um, you know what? That uh, that game roulette thing is pretty cool. Game Pass has it as well. Or or yeah, does PlayStation Plus have it? No, they don't. No, I just I, di- I didn't see a roulette button. I know. No, just Game Pass does. But we're gonna start doing that with Netflix. We're gonna do the shuffle if you feel lucky thing. And that's how I'm going to create content. And I'm I'm working with some people and I'm learning how to TikTok a little bit smarter. And I'm going to do like minute reviews. So it'll be fun. Nice. Uh, here's a minute review of uh, Willow. We just also finished ass. it. It's ass. We just finished it. Um, you know what? For a show named after the main character, Willow, he's kind of a useless character in this. He just kind of talks a little bit and then doesn't really do anything it's a bunch of it's i don't know it was just unoriginal um you know what disappointing overall disappointing i'm not going to get too much into it because it just you can you can google some of the reviews online and like some of the comments that that uh you know critics have said and they're all very accurate i have no care for any of the characters the acting is kind of cringe the artwork or not the artwork the the costume design is kind of like doesn't make sense for the 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 style of movie 
Um, you know, I'll give it that it had better CG than um, that one with the She-Hulk. <laughs> uh, but overall, you know, I like we finished it. I'm like, I don't really care. And the thing is, is like they tease a second season like most series do. Um, and I don't really care about it. Uh, we only watch it because there's really nothing else out at the time, except for Bad Batch season two. Holy shit, son! You gotta get on that yeah, Bad Batch hard. train. I've got too much to do to watch. <laughs> I just don't. I don't have the time. I will get to it eventually. But you're like, you have to finish Clone Wars, and like you're gatekeeping a show. If you would have just let me watch Bad Batch on its own, I would have been fine. But you said, no, I can't do it. So now this is your own fault. So reap what you sow. I'm not well, I'm not dealing with your shit. Get through Clone Wars. There is a lot. Like, you can watch Bad Badge without watching all the Clone Wars. But oh, but that's not what David said last year. But Check you'll the tape. Under, No, find that episode. Replay it. You will understand more better <laughs> words. You will understand Bad Batch more thoroughly and have a better overall understanding of the stories and the characters and all that stuff. If you watch clone wars, you're just a star Wars gatekeeper. No, I'm not actually. Anyways, you're gatekeeping it. It's fine. Okay. So final topic for tonight going into next week. I just want to recap our trivia last night from TWB real, real quick. Give a shout out to Roger plus Amanda. They, uh, they were our big winner last night. Getting two points in the final Jeopardy, giving them the only winning answer. And I'm, I'm going to test David's knowledge to see how he does, because the average is one out of five. Correct in order. So I'm interested to see how David does here. And then uh, I'm going to tease our next trivia and we're going to call it. <laughs> so, David, uh, I'm, I put them in our chat, but I'm going to get I'm going to give you a second to like kind of formulate them. The movies in our chat are the top five grossing films of 2022. Top five in 2022. Okay. Okay. So far, so good. Yeah. Now, the, the numbers I pulled were from Box Office Mojo, and they did not include China's box office. You're not allowed to Google it. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not Googling it. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give you 30 seconds to come up with your answer. Or like a minute while I explain what our next trivias are going to be. I'm I typing these. To... I'm typing these out in the order, right? That's what you want. Yes, I want you to type them out in the order in which they finished in the box office. The movies are Top Gun, Maverick, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Jurassic World, and Avatar: Way of the Water. And go. Now, trivia for the next. Three weeks have already been announced or three sessions have been announced. We are going to do a Disney trivia on January 25th. It's going to be a lot of fun. Think animated Disney. Think um, soundtracks. Think finish the lyrics. I've got tons of possibility and tons of time on my hands. So I'm going to make that one really fun and exciting. On February 8th, it is going to be our pre-Valentine's Day show. And we are calling that one Stupid Cupid. Stupid Cupid is going to have love and other junk plus rom-coms. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be really savvy. Now, the biggest you should have, and- you should have a topic of that's just called junk, and it's about junk, sex, just sex, be- sex stuff in in shows and TV shows. We're gonna we're gonna have an R-rated round, yeah. and on February twenty second, so two two two, we're doubling down. Every single answer we do on February 22nd is going to be a duet, a double, a sequel, a second, anything that has to do with a two. And we're calling that episode. It takes two. Interesting. Yep. It's going to be a lot of fun. Those are the next three shows that we have at TWB. David, what are your answers? And if you get more than three, I'm guessing you Googled it. I did not Google it. Scouts honor. I was never in scouts, but. You know, I think I can still say that. Okay, my top choice is uh, number one would be Top Gun. Yep. Number two would be Avatar. Okay. Uh, number three would be Black Panther. Okay. Then Doctor Strange, then Jurassic okay. World. You would have got two right. Top Gun and Avatar? Top Gun and Jurassic World. The correct <laughs> order. 
was Top Gun, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Avatar, Jurassic World. See, I don't know when remember, Ava- I don't know when Avatar came out exactly. December so. like twelfth. It had two. It made a billion dollars in two weeks. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, nuts. Just stupid. But that is it for this episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. If you like what you're listening to, great. Come back, listen for more. If you want to see us locally, we are in KW doing trivia. We might be doing trivia in Kenora soon. Who knows? It's like an igloo up there. David can't leave his house. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> Send help. <laughs> Send heat. Send heat. It's just rain here. Every day it's rain. It's fucking I'll, brutal. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> Ontario is British Columbia now. It's awful. That's funny. All right. But for myself and David. Wow, wow, is very nice. That's a new sound for him. <laughs> we want to thank you all for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. <laughs>